We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. While it was not meant to be, Netherlands 3, U.S. 1. They are out, Curtis. The U.S. men's national team run ends in the round of 16. And the Netherlands head off to the Elite Eight. <laughs> they do. Tough couple days. Bills totally wrecked the Patriots. Was that the fourth and five meetings or fifth and sixth? I've lost I believe they've lost five of six. Five of six to the Bills? And if you were being honest in the way you discuss other things, you would say that they've really lost all their actual games against the Bills. The one they won was a total and complete. Oh, come on. You had to get Bill that. The wind game, that was historic. Epic. Okay. You go it's, into was, Buffalo and win the wind game? It was not a football game. Okay. <laughs> hey, somebody had to win it. Okay. Do you think Alan, it was representative? Allen threw too much. Do you think it was representative of the talent on both teams? Yes, hubris. That's one, the one weakness of Josh Allen. There which, you go. You That's what I'm working to. with, someone who intentionally mistells the truth. Do you think Allen is top three quarterback in the league right now? Top five? Where would you put him? Right now, it's Mahomes, who is where Brady and Manning have been standalone. He is the, the, the symmetry with him and Reed is unparalleled. They are awesome. So R- Mahomes is right now in that Peyton sort of prime where I was shocked when they forced to, were forced to punt. Like, he's great. He's got great weapons around him. Kelsey's great. Tooney's unbelievable on the line. He is doing awesome. So, the Mahomes stands alone. He should be the MVP. Um, and then I think it's Allen. But it's close. It's not close with those two. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I just think that Mahomes is far more sustainable. He uses his speed. He has it. He's elusive, and he can get, you know, some chunk yards, but he it is way down the list of his biggest skills. In terms of... Is uh, the Eagles quarterback third right now? Jalen Hurts? Yeah. No. He's having a great year. Uh, yeah, I would say... I mean, two would probably be third if you're going off of performance. Just straight stats, yeah. Two has missed, what, two, three games, and he's still second in touchdown passes? Three interceptions, 19 touchdowns, three picks. And so Mahomes is number one with 25 touchdowns, correct? Mm, 29 for Mahomes. Holy cow. 25 so, for Allen. That's right. 29, 25, 19 for Tua. Um, 19 for Geno Smith. But I, I just, it's going to be, the, the Bills fans, by the way, have been sort of this lovable loser group where we, they're endearing, they love the team, all that. But the the stuff I see on social media with Bills fans, the term is clowning, Patriots fans, is really pathetic. I mean, you have to actually win something. <laughs> you know, like, like you haven't even reached the Super Bowl yet with Josh Allen. 
and you're talking trash to Pats fans because you've won a bunch of regular season games and one wild card game in the rookie's first season. Well, that'd be another great thing. I, I would, you know, I don't like the way Brady left, but I wouldn't mind seeing him come back. And then to see Brady versus Allen but for now two matchups see, a year. But now that we see Bill and who he is in this light, don't you realize how some people might be turned off and, and be like, you're not well, doing yeah, whatever course. you can to win this with this team. I need to win. That's my only goal. Well, it would take Kraft stepping in, brokering the deal, no, but giving I'm Brady you about, power. Doesn't it give you better understanding of Brady now, knowing that he, you just said he's singular focus, no fun, just football, I want to win. Yeah. That his head coach was no longer intent on doing what was in the best interest of the team. Well, Brady felt that way about the personnel moves on offense, right? And the Super Bowl 52. And, and yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so doesn't it give more understanding as to why there was that chasm? Yeah, I understand it. I don't think it's justification for tanking the last year and negotiating with Miami before the year began, but be that as it may, in what way he so, did. So he was better in his last year than Max ever been, and he tanked? Well, he did. His second half was a disaster. He was moping so, all year. The second halves of the Belichick's teams the last three years have been a disaster. Have you been following along? Well, it was Brady's fault. He set the tone. Oh, okay. Alan Everett, great sandwiches at Al's Southside Cafe. He's trying to bring you up. <laughs> State Street. Right. Al's State Street, but thanks. Ken, real quick, I'm not calling about this, but real quick. Brady, I mean, Chris just quoted the Tom Brady senior and all the – He's never coming back to play with him. And as far as blaming Giselle, I mean, it was it you know was it Giselle that made uh, Gronkowski leave too? He didn't want to play for him anymore either. And now you've got Mac Jones, Chris. Mac Jones don't, looks like he don't want to play for him anymore. It's amazing. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. It is unbelievable. This is just I. Zappy likes him. Zappy likes who? Belichick. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the situation here is very. Um, it is unpredictable, but also entirely predictable because Bill has been his own guy forever. And there's been dysfunction with him in Cleveland. It took a while to get to it here. But he is a mad scientist in that he believes, rightfully or wrongly, that he knows everything and everybody else is dumb. That's how he treats the media. That's how he treats Robert Kraft. That's his whole sort of modus operandi. And when you stop getting the results... You immediately are shocked that there's pushback. We go back to the final game of the regular season in 2020. Seven and nine, the reporter from the Boston Globe asks Bill about fans sticking with you through thick and thin. It wasn't thank you or, yeah, that's a good point. It was, hasn't been that thin around here. He doesn't have that ability to be introspective in public. No. Would you fire Greg Burhalter? Yeah, I would right now for that last name alone. <laughs> uh, I would actually not mind a soccer call. Somebody who watched the match today, what happened, and is the U.S. to be proud of their performance, or is this a, an embarrassment on, so, the, on so the main stage? I don't know who told me this, but somebody told me this week that the U.S. tied England and that England is a far better club than the Netherlands. Well, yeah, that was a great tie. So I'm serious, I, that was it was fun to watch because you could tell that it seemed like they raised their game a little bit. Right. So th if that's the case, then this has to be a disappointment. Yeah. Patrick and Waltham. Hi, Patrick. Hello. How are you? Uh, quick. It always goes back to Brady Belichick somehow. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I think it's actually pretty good that the uh, U.S. team did beat England. I consider it a success. On the Belichick Brady thing, thirteen to three was the last Super Bowl he won. And even Mac Jones could have won that game, Curtis. So can we at least split the Super Bowls 50-50, 3-3? Mm -hmm. Brady's got one more. 
And Garoppolo, if he was here three, four, five years on, how would he be doing? I think he'd probably be close to a Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick, be there is off. no chance in hell Mac Jones wins the Super Bowl that the that the Bucks won thirty-one to nine. No shot. Thirteen. This hey, thirteen. This all I'm saying is there's got to be a few that Brady didn't need to be there. I'm not saying he didn't help him get there. Always, he's the best ever. No question. So then, why has Bill been a head coach for a decade and and in those years never sniffed a Super Bowl without Tom Brady? Well, because Tom Brady was there for 20 years. Most quarterbacks are not uh, at any team for more than 10, No, no, that years. doesn't answer I mean, the question. Bill Belichick was the head coach of the Browns for five years. He's been the head coach here for four and a, four, no, five full seasons without Tom Brady. That's 10 years. He's never sniffed a Super Bowl without Tom. Why is that the case? All right, well, how about this, Curtis? No, answer you that question. Man who's over answer step- that question, Patrick. No, I'll, Why I'll hasn't he won this. a Super Bowl? He de- because he probably doesn't have the money now because Robert Kraft may be thinking about selling a company. He's increased the value by 1,000%. He's a businessman in the 70s. Maybe Belichick doesn't have the resources like he had. Belichick, it's all about it's a salary cap league, and it was definitely a salary cap league when he was with the he Browns. He doesn't have a, a, a blank check like some teams do to win a it's Super Bowl. It's not about a blank check. It's practice. about building a championship roster. He's never done it without Tom. Tom left for one year and won right away. Well, next time Ty Law's here, ask him if that was a Super Bowl caliber team with or without Tom Brady. He's going to tell you Brady's the best, but he's also going to tell you they were the best, period. Right, that, but, but Patrick, best, we can period. only go by what's been done, and it's never happened, and he's never come close. All right, give me, hey, give me one more year. If you don't see an upswing with Mac Jones like you did with would have been Garoppolo, even Jacoby Brissett's a decent quarterback. The guy's groomed and made a lot of great quarterbacks, including the best ever. Tom great. Brady. Who else has been great? I didn't say Greg. Hey, Garoppolo's been pretty damn good. And you just said he's raised a lot of great yeah. quarterbacks. He's had one great quarterback. Everybody else, Jimmy Garoppolo was available to the whole NFL, and it was it was had to re-sign and stick with the 49ers. No, no, I said a lot of good quarterbacks, including the greatest ever, which is Tom Brady. There's no argument there, but you're forgetting. 20 years, there's no other way to sample it except, what, the Cleveland Browns? Well, who are the, the other good quarterbacks? Give me good quarterbacks. I just, I just don't agree with all the Belichick hate. I think the guy is not in his prime, of course. I don't think he has the resources like he had. But can we give him some credit at least for some He's Super Bowls? He's gotten credit for 20 free? years, Patrick. He's been told he was the greatest for 20 years. Well, hey, look, I still think there's another season or two left. Otherwise, the whole ship has sailed. And like I said, maybe they sell the whole damn thing and Belichick goes to Dallas or he retires. I don't know. What about one more year? What, it's just, what, what about an ultimatum? It's so laughable to say that Bill hasn't gotten credit. It's literally all he's gotten for a generation. But would you would you see Kraft saying, "Look, this is it. We have to. You have to get it together next year, or else we're moving on or doing." But then he won't handle that well. He's not going to handle an ultimatum at all. He's yeah. going to leave. That's why this off season, you poo poo it. It could be the end. It is more likely that this is the final year of Bill Belichick's career than he has three more here in Boston. John in Marshfield. Hi, John. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm uh, basically in the camp that the Patriots need to probably move on from this football management team. I I concur completely with what you said. The report card here post-Brady is poor, and we now have several years to look at. Kraft, you know, contrary to what the previous caller said, Kraft allowed Bill Belichick to load up on veteran free agents in free agency a year ago in historic record fashion. No one has ever spent that much money on getting veteran new talent to make sure, in a sense of urgency, that Tom Brady would be replaced. The last 15 games that Mac Jones has played, the Patriots, 
Patriots are seven wins and eight losses, 16 TDs, 14 picks. The most recent 15 games that Cam Newton played, the Patriots were seven wins and eight losses, 21 touchdowns, 11 picks, and more productivity than this year's team has. Tell me how this has not been a blatant failure. And I'm sorry, I'm not in the camp that says we just need to throw some lipstick on the pig and replace the new quarterback or make Mac better. We need a systemic change. We need to bring in young, smart football people and rebuild this from the start. Interesting. Hey, that's wow. such a good point from John, too, because I saw this yesterday. Wiggy pointed it out to me uh, during a break. Somebody, I think Kyrie Thompson, our, our uh, great Patriots writer at EI.com, had tweeted this. The your friends that you always cite, DVOA. <laughs> I love DVOA. You, you get mad at me for not understanding <laughs> it, correct? Well, yeah, you don't understand it. You mocked it last year. Right. So, um, according to DVOA, which I don't understand. It's a paywall right now, by the way. Cam's 2020 season with this offense better than this year's well, Patriots that, offense. That's not a surprise. This year's a disaster. Nobody would argue that. But you, you thought this disaster, team was going to win 11 games yes. and they have a worse offense than the worst offense we've ever seen. It's actually amazing that they could win 9 or 10 with as bad as the situation is. Ken, everybody could win 9 or 10 if they have 6 wins right now because there are 5 games outstanding. It's such a horrible take to say they could win 10 games. Well, my current prediction is 9. I okay, think they'll so win the, the next 2 and they'll win 9. If it's and like that's the amazing. 11, if it's like the 11-game prediction, it'll probably be 6. What three games would they be, Ken? Next two, and they'll they'll win either the Bengals. Bengals game depends on their health, and Miami game they'll get up for. And actually, the Bills might rest. How many them. of their remaining games are they the more talented team? Two. They're not more talented than the Raiders. Not at all. What? Than the Raiders? Does Mike work? Yes. So you hate Derek Carr. You bashed him I'm all on year. Curtis. Devontae Adams is better than like the yeah, top they, four they receivers. They have a great receiver, no doubt. They have Chandler Jones. Wow, Chandler Jones. I'll take Judon. Chandler Jones might be a Hall of Famer. Judon and Uche are good, by the way. Uche, great performance. Almost saved them. Okay, so you use caveats whenever I mention anybody else. He was going against a backup tackle who had one leg. Well, the Raiders are 4-7. and seven. Okay, They stink. I agree. Is their They've roster bad, good? Yes, they have a much better talent on their roster than the Patriots do. So what, is bad coaching? Yeah, Josh McDaniels, not a great head well, coach. Okay, then I'll take the coaching edge. Who said he's better than Bill? I mean, jeez. <laughs> oh, Matt, oh, good, we got his World Cup guy, Matt and Walpole. Matt, fill me in. How, going on? how do you view the loss and the uh, and the and the effort from the U.S. team this year? Yeah, I mean, you, you should be proud of of what this team was able to do, considering their age. It it's tough. You the U.S. lacks what an out and out striker, a guy with goal scoring mentality. You have a bunch of wingers up top that are trying to act like a striker. And that's just tough to do when your entire development has been based on trying to pass the ball. But with with how young this squad is versus how good the Netherlands are, I mean, the Netherlands have people like Depay, Van Dyke, De Jong. Those are all world-class players. And they they just parked the bus on defense as soon as they scored that first goal because they knew you didn't have a guy that could really get the ball in the back of the net. But you should be proud, and with how young they are, they're going to be a whole hell of a lot better next uh, next World Cup in 2026. So that's kind of the main takeaway from that. Matt, would you? Uh, am I insane to say that if we had our best players in all sports playing soccer from a young age that there would be no World Cup? 
I, you know, it's funny. I don't know. That it's a tough argument because it's such a the, the talent around the world is just so crazy. But I, if you, if the United States really, if soccer was popular in this country and you had like more more athletes really going at it from a young age, I mean a young age, because these people in in the world soccer they start playing when they're like eight in these professional development academies. So if you if you had that, yeah, yeah, the talent would be a whole lot better. But it's you know obviously the interest just isn't there. Well, real quick, Matt, that's good analysis. Who is the striker in four years? Is there somebody in the pipeline? Who's the young talent? I don't know. You have to hope that someone really emerges because right now we don't really have anyone, to be honest with you. It, what, about Freddie, you can what, about, that. what about Freddie Adu? Is he going to come up anytime? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, when's he going to be ready? What's he, only like 38 now, something like that? I think he's calling 20 Sox games. <laughs> ah, no, that's a good call from Matt. Call the day there. I love it. Be proud. But I love Walpole. But they have no striker in the you pipeline. You need to take, um, oh, I don't know if she can have it, but you should take Maya to Bubbling Brook and Walpole. Or Westwood. Walpole, Westwood. I, th- I think she's got an allergy. I don't know if she has ice cream. Oh, oh, she can have some ice cream. Okay, good. Nothing with egg. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Just take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same song. I like that old time of rock and roll. All right, well, Ken and Curtis here on your Saturday, December 3rd. Curtis doing Christmas shopping during the break. Late night for him at the MGM Music Hall with the Prince at Ooh. the Climate Change Philanthropy event. Thought you had a good speech there, a stirring speech on the green carpet. Great job by you. I have to just say a round of applause to the city of Boston. <laughs> really, I think we really accomplished some things. You know, it's warm today, but hopefully it'll be chilly again tomorrow. <laughs> the notion that our mayor was showing off an organic seawall to a princess is just mind-boggling. Well, they're using their celebrity to raise money for a good cause. So why do we take down an, a, a statue of Abraham Lincoln? But we welcome what about is but I'm serious. It's well, it's using the same thought process. But we welcome a family that raped and pillaged the world for hundreds of years. Okay, but forget about past uh, failures. They're using their current weight to put money towards an important thing, saving the planet, which I know you're very concerned about. So, but, but judged on their I era, I would night. say Abraham Lincoln did more good than the the royal family. What do you think of Belichick's legacy versus Lincoln's legacy? I would take his statue down, Belichick's, right now. <laughs> See you later. He has no statue. Where's the Belichick statue? Uh, he has one that they have erected in his home that they use. Where would they put the Belichick statue? Uh, Outside Gillette, I guess. Yeah. Somewhere would, in the city? Uh, uh, yeah, so I would right, say. Right next to Red? Patriot Place, right next to Red Robin. <laughs> Jeez, now come on. You don't mean that. You've been awful harsh on Bill. But 
Well, you, don't you have to reevaluate everything we thought we knew about him? No, I think I think you can view it as you said. Like he's losing it. He's losing the fastball. He's losing the edge. He's making some poor decisions. But don't you think it'll be spun that way more than? I mean, some people give Brady more credit than him. Fine, but I'm just saying in the whole body of work, most I would people, question anybody that didn't. Yeah, but most people would still agree he's the greatest coach of all time, and it didn't end well. Don't you think that'll be the narrative if he doesn't come out of this? Right, but I don't. I don't expect that his demeanor will meet the performance insofar as showing any sign of humility or acceptance. Yeah, like, well, no, I agree there. So that's why, well, that's how we... But that won't save his legacy. If he did that, nobody would give him any more credit. Well, because if you were, if you had humility, you would look at this and say, wow, I need help, and we can you know, save this thing. Because as a coach, I still think he's the best option, removing everything else that's currently available. Like, maybe Sean Payton, great, but... I mean, Sean Payton won one title with Drew Brees. We can't say he's the greatest coach or anything, you know, amazing. But the thing that is most startling regarding this situation the Patriots find themselves in is that this is a guy that was an innovator. This was a guy in the Do Your Job documentary I watched with the Ravens divisional playoff game. They had in their back pocket this uh, eligible receiver little thing that Alabama had used in college and that they were waiting... They used it. It's, it was a great item. I'm sure I watched it at the time, but it was an unbelievable thing. Do your job. If you Google it, you can. it's free on YouTube. And the, the way they did this was they waited to be down two touchdowns in the second half of the divisional playoff game against the Ravens. They still, at this point, they hadn't won a Super Bowl in a decade. And they didn't want to implement it before the half because they would fear that Harbaugh would be able to have time to sit down, understand it, and yep. tell his players about it. Yep. And so... In that moment, the coaching staff won that game. Brady had the amazing throw to LaFell down the sideline. The defense stopped Flacco, had a great pass breakup in the end zone, forced a field goal, they win the game. But that is the next level type of understanding and advanced thought on offense that Bill brought to the table. And like, not, like the Marcus Jones play, for a moment, it looked creative right. for one fleeting moment. But it's like to, to just sit back and do and just be regressive. And to, to go back to people you trust, no matter their understanding of the place that they're being told to coach, is just so counterintuitive to what we thought he was. Curtis, do you also remember uh, later in that documentary about the Malcolm Butler play when I think it was the first play, they tackle Lynch, he's down at the one, and they're all just saying, like, Bill, call the timeout, call the timeout. Like, that that just takes it a step further. Right. And, and I still yeah, think... Yeah, but that was like sneaky genius. It worked out the, no, that's despite what, the odds. That's what Joe's saying, that they all they kept telling Bill, yeah. we're taking a timeout. Right. And he, he just said nothing because he was like staring. He froze. Right, he was staring at Pete because he said they just didn't look right. And unbelievable. I mean, I mean, that is... I know we've talked about it, but that is the singular biggest play in NFL history. Because you are that play away from the Patriots going another 11 years without a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson then beats Peyton Manning and Tom Brady in consecutive Super Bowls. Everything's different. And that singular play, I mean, unbelievable. So, yeah, I mean, but that's where we were. And now where we are, I I have to put all of this now on Kraft to fix it. I think I got probably one of the biggest plays in the fourth quarter in the history of the NFL where I think I did a pretty good job. That's how that guy thinks. <laughs> Real quick, back to the Chiefs before we get back to the Pats calls. You had mentioned Mahomes' number one quarterback is not even close. Right. But here they are. They still have just one title. So it's been five years into the league for Mahomes. He's still young. When Brady beat the Seahawks, was he, what, 35 or something ridiculous? I don't know, 33? Uh, yeah, so that was 2014. 
he is what's 2020 eight so eight years ago 30 so, 30, 30, so well, all right so Mahomes has 10 15 years left but he's won one title he's lost to Brady and then he lost to the Bengals if he doesn't win this year I mean man the pressure is on With the money they've spent in that organization right how long is Reed coaching I I really think they have the the, the bills you would think have the most pressure right but I, they've had, I think it's the Chiefs. Right. The more you were right about this, the more I thought about it during the break. You have they're very the Bills are depleted. Von Miller on IR, their mm. big defensive stalwart. The safety, uh, Micah Hyde yep. out. He's one of their best players. Allen's been dinged up playing with something all year long. I I I hope I mean I think it's what everybody hopes, but AFC title game, another Bills. If it Bills came down Chiefs. to it, would you root for Bills or Chiefs? Oh, Bills, a thousand times. Really? I can't root for the Chiefs. You just lavish praise on them like they were the... I'm just honest. I think that Patrick Mahomes is awesome. He is the best player in the NFL right now. Anthony in the car. Hi, Anthony. Hey, how you doing, fellas? All right, you? I just... um, Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. In 2001, when Brady took over, the defense that they had, was that the same defense that they had the year prior, or was, it, was there, like, major additions to that Brian, defense? Brian Cox was brought in. Um, I believe they signed Vrabel that offseason. Uh, I just remember Cox was such a game changer that the regular season game, Brady's first start against the Colts, I think it was Jerome Payton for some reason was a receiver on the Colts, and Brian Cox just absolutely demolished him over the middle, and that was really what set the tone for that entire season. So they made some changes, but you know the cornerstones of okay, Ted so Johnson, Teddy Bruschi, Ty Law, Willie McGinnis right. were all there. They were all there, right? So that being said, they had a horrible season before that without Brady. Brady comes in with the same, pretty much the same defense. Like you said, all the cornerstones, all the guys, all the dudes that are in the the Hall of Fame, Patriot Hall of Fame or whatever, were there before Brady. Brady comes in, they win three championships. Now, how is that Belichick's defense that won that? That's the best point I've heard so far. Oh, jeez. Excellent point, Anthony. God. So now we're going to go back and pick through Bill's 2001 well, defense. It's not his, not his is, credit. Isn't that a good point? <clears throat> The year before, they went 5-11 and 11 mm-hmm. with that same defense. Then they're 0-2, losing consecutive games to start the year to the Bengals and the Jets. 5-13 and 13 with that defense, and then they went three Super Bowls in four years. What changed? When did Bill take over? 2000. Okay, so you didn't give him – you don't think it took him a year or two to get the defense playing the way he wanted them to? Oh, yeah, I'm sure William McGinnis was a tough, tough teacher considering he was there in 96 with a lot of the same guys. Well, these guys weren't all thought of as Hall of Famers then. But, but Bill, was here with, now. Bill was here with Ty Law, Ted Johnson, Willie McGinnis, and Teddy Bruschi in 96. Yeah, and he took him to the next level. He also, by the way, made the decision to go with Brady over Bledsoe, which was kind of important. Best decision in the history of sports. Okay, so are we going to give him some credit for a one or no? Yeah, I mean, I think over the last 20 years, one thing that's been lacking – Credit for Bill Belichick. <laughs> well, t- you hear this blasphemy. You just agreeing, bad, best call of the day. Well, that was. What, what, what did Anthony say that was wrong? It's just diminishing everything the guy did, you know. Well, don't certain things force you to reevaluate? In this case, no. I think this is a to- total new chapter. Bill's first 20 years with Brady, he gets 51% of the credit. Brady gets 49 That's blasphemous. Now... He's made a horrible choice with his coordinator. It's but why potentially... does Bill look the same when Bill, when Brady's not around, whether it's in Cleveland or here? Um, Cleveland is so long ago. Oh, okay. It's just not even worth writing. Ageist. Well, yeah. Now it's just different. He's, you got to judge him now based on the current facts. Brady's struggling too, by the way. Do you think they'll beat the Saints Monday? Uh, I think it'll be an awful game. I think really? it'll be like ten. Se- I think what did Courtney predict? Ten seven. Ten seven is what I think Monday night. Are they getting healthier? 
The the Bucks? No, they lost. Um, uh, their left, their best tackle, Tristan Wirfs, got injured again. They're, literally every game. I was going to tweet this had they not blown it, but the the Bucks secondary. The second a guy gets beat, it's like they're a soccer player. They get shot in the leg. They stay down for like 15 minutes. God, and, Todd Bowles and, and is not Bowles is criticizing Brady now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it could turn really ugly there. Yeah, I mean, I think they could maybe hire a defensive guy to lead their offense. But that division is still pretty bad. I mean, I don't know. So this weekend, we have the Dolphins 49ers game here on our air, which is a good game. Eight and three Dolphins at seven and four Niners. Huge game. Wow, that is an Is that one o'clock? That's four o'clock. Four twenty. Yeah, four o five. Possible revenge for McDaniel. Oh yeah. Chiefs Bengals rematch also at four twenty five. Go you Burrow. I think that game is. I think that's, that's the, the CBS game. game. I think it's on. Titans Eagles is a one o'clock game on Fox. I really still can't game. make heads or tails of the Eagles. I haven't watched a ton of them. What's the question? I can't take Sirianni seriously. <laughs> just because of the plan thing. He's just <laughs> such a weird... Like, the fact that that guy's successful... And then did you see him trying to... It was actually a very sweet thing that he did when they beat the Colts in Indy. Yep. And he tried to do... like he, You know those guys that swear and it just sounds funny? Because uh-huh. oh, you yeah. know it's not really who they are? Yep. Like, that's what he was doing at the podium. He was like... Frank Reich, I don't, I don't want to say what I really want to say, but you people here were mean. It's like uh, he's a Frank Reich disciple. Yes, he is. Jets Vikings is the other CBS game, which is not terribly interesting. Well, I guess it is kind of interesting. And a five hundred eight person thinks you're on crack for saying that it's fifty one forty nine. Bill. Oh no, good question by a five hundred eight well, texter. You were crying about a texter during the break. <laughs> Arcane will come up in one. He's got plenty of thoughts. I know on these uh, games. Can we get a little Red Sox talk in before that? Though? I would love to. Okay, now the latest on Xander. Multiple reports this week. We had Peter Gammons, if you believe his accuracy. Can I throw in a total non sequitur? Yeah. Um, I I know who Jerry's favorite football player is right now. FAU is hiring Roosevelt Maggot, (laughs) (laughs) according to Pete Thamel. Sorry, carry on. Uh, Transfer reporter was open, and Yurkovic's going, by the way. What a loss. What if he goes with Dion to Colorado? Um, I don't know. I mean, Braverman's been all over the Colorado coaching he news. But that is big news. I, I think that Caleb Fourier. I'm just Fourier, trying to hype up Fourier, that's all. I know. Hey, you know, might be an opening. What if he cuts Caleb? Then we're done. Dion goes from prime time <laughs> to outhouse. <laughs> okay, so Bogarts. Yep. He's being wined and dined. Padres want him. We heard Buster Oney tell Bradford this week that he could be the plan B for the Yankees if they lose Judge. He's going to get $200 million. But the one breath of fresh air was this report in a foreign language from some reporter in the Dominican. I speak Spanish. That he'll give the Red Sox a chance to match whatever his offer is. Will they match it? You think that's their plan all along? He supposedly is plan A. For the Red Sox? Yes. So they Aaron Judge. No, no. Bogarts. Bogarts goes out. Oh, I'm sorry you said Judge. He sorry. gets the best offer, and he gives them one chance to match whatever it is. So I heard Sam Kennedy somewhere on Thursday... He talked, I don't know, I don't know. I who think he it was Cotillo or Spear or somebody. And he said that he was asked if they had this arrangement. And he said, I don't know if I can say that. That He said something very odd that made me feel like that they hadn't even discussed it. So I don't know if that's a good point or not, but I, I doubt that. If I'm Bogarts and I'm Boris, maybe I give them a last and final phone call. But I mean, why wouldn't you, though, if you're Bogarts? Because you like feel you. like that you've been... You, when you, if I were Xander Bogarts, I would say "f off." Your words have not met your actions. But in that case, their actions would, you know, say something. If if I'm your top priority, you don't say go somewhere else and then maybe give me a call. Well, the Patriots have done that all the time, right? They've been fine losing people. 
Ted Karras, who just was just mooning the crowd in Nashville the other day. You see that video? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, he he went to the Dolphins, and they didn't give him a lot. You know, Edelman had Ted the opportunity Karras. to go to the Giants. He came back here, but certain. I mean, there's also a cap in football. There's not one in baseball. But to this point, so Stan Grossfeld of the uh, Globe did a story about with Johnny Damon because Johnny Damon's coming back for the uh, awards on December seventh. What awards? Um, oh, the, the BBWA awards? No, uh, the what's the museum? Uh, the sports museum. Sports museum has their the tradition. T- tradition, yes. So he's coming back and being honored at the tradition. I hope Dale hosts. Um, maybe he is, but so Damon's back in town. But he re- he revisits in this story the quote that he had in 05. This is the off season of 05, and he was quoted as saying, "There's no way I could play for the Yankees." And here's what Damon says. What I said was, I will not go to the Yankees unless there's disrespect coming from the Red Sox. And I felt the disrespect was when I told the Red Sox I had an offer from someone. I didn't tell them I had it from the Yankees. They said I was bluffing. Hmm. Did, was that ever public? I had never heard that. Never heard that. So the Yankees offered $12 million more, and he ends up signing the deal there. I remember the first game back might have been as electric i mean that game that atmosphere the the t-shirts from jesus to judas that was an unbelievable atmosphere at fenway park when he came back as a yankee for the first time but all is quite forgiven now when you say oh, yeah all that needs to happen for people to be forgiven is the team needs to win once you've left so what happened with with brady here will be forgiven by those that are like you one once bill wins another super bowl it'll be forgotten you know you look at the patriots They've lost how many guys over the years that have gone to other teams? Yep. And they kept winning, so people forgive. So in this case with Bogarts, they got to win for right. people to forgive. Yep. But that oh, is actually, also... No, with Bogarts, now people are... I would say it's 80-20. 80% of the fan base is with Xander, bring him back, and they're mad at the organization. Well, I know they are, but if they, have a, if they field a good team and start to win... But the anger that you'd be talking about is directed at the front office. Exactly. So that's different than saying that, like, you hate a player for going to a rival. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Nobody would hate Xander for leaving. That was a Damon. That, people hated Damon then. Yeah, true. Different scenario. But, okay. But it's a, t- it's a pivotal time for the Red Sox, and, and that would be made public, I imagine, right? Bogarts would want to save face and say, I gave the Red Sox a chance to match, and they declined. He would do them dirty like that, I bet. But or m- Boris would. But my question is simple. What has been the upside of Sam Kennedy and the Red Sox front office in conducting these conversations surrounding Xander in the way they have? When their actions last year, at the prior to the start of spring training after the lockout, where they immediately signed Trevor Story, which with everybody with a brain knew that that was leverage against Bogarts. Yep. So they're... If then they let Xander walk, let's say eight years, one eighty to go somewhere. What's the conversation point? Yep. What do they well, say? The upside is they tried to save every dollar they could. No, but it, it clearly it wasn't as important as you made it seem. So why would you lie? I don't or not lie. Why yeah. would you be so um, fast and loose with the fan base? Yeah, it, it, and they're going to have to sign. Then it would make signing Devers a thousand percent. But all they've must, talked must, about must. must has been that they want to keep Xander. Yeah. Yet everything you read about actual factual conversations regarding mm-hmm. a contract, they're right. far apart. Right. All right, Christian Arcan, 1-4 to four today. We'll have the SEC title game at 4, and at 8 o'clock the Big Ten title game, Michigan and Purdue. Could you imagine if Brian Kelly, after that brutal offseason where he had the fake accent, actually wins the SEC? <laughs> Upsets Georgia today. They, we have, let's have Brian Kelly coming back when we get back. I uh, love that guy. And I think Arcan will jump in for a little crossover to get ready for his show. It's Kenny Curtis. 
we'll uh, we'll open it up to this late arriving uh, media crowd that uh, must have uh, enjoyed the the weekend. Um, that's usually ten dollars um, that we put in the kitty um, for. We'll, we'll have a big bash at the end of the year at my place. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with winning. I think it has to do with being on time. Who was that? That's uh, Brian Kelly. Oh, that's uh, Brian Kelly complaining about somebody being late. But I was talking. I didn't make it clear uh, to Joe. It's uh, my fault. Curtis failed in the show. Uh, I was talking Braverman's about... done a good job today. His just... his rookie performance, and then you just sabotaged him. I just said it was my fault. You are to Belichick as he is to Mac. You've just like undercut him. Hey, Last segment of the show. I have an idea. Let's hire someone who's never worked in radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you find it, Joe, no big deal. If you don't, uh, I was talking about the fake Southern accent. Accent. Oh, it's yeah. a great night <laughs> to be a Tiger. No, I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana. But more importantly, to be with you, great fans, oh. and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. Wow, uh, that is an all-timer. I mean... Kind of lost it like halfway through. He was like kind of going back to... Yeah, it's kind of like his Notre Dame teams. <laughs> kind of ran out of steam. But you think they're going to beat Georgia today? You're pulling for all... You You got upsets all over the place. Oh, I don't... I mean, Georgia's... They haven't lost a game in like three years. Um, and it's not because of Wiggy. I like, you know, no, I, I just would love... I think it'd be hilarious. A, because what does that do? So Georgia still goes to the playoff, right? They're 12-1. and one. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't know what that would change, but I just would think it'd be funny to see uh, Brian Kelly after that debacle. I also root for Brian Kelly because Notre Dame fans were like, huh, we don't need you, and they lose four games with Marcus Freeman. So, most importantly, I hate Notre Dame. Game of the weekend is what? No Patriots on the oh, docket. Oh, Bengals versus Chiefs. AFC Championship. Not Bruins Avs tonight? Oh, I thought you meant uh, in the football Everything, world. anything. Must watch game. Well, it was Netherlands-U.S., but that's concluded. Yes. Um, a lot of, a lot of are they doing a live today. footage of the bus leaving? Like, okay. well, what else are they going to do? I don't know. Put on a football game. Trying to capture uh, the remaining bits of attention from the American <laughs> audience. Here's the bus going back. Oh, home. it crashed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I would say the game I'm most looking forward to watching this weekend is Bengals-Chiefs. That should be excellent. Burrow looks More like than Dolphins-Niners. Yes. Dolphins-Niners, good game. You can have that opinion. We all don't have to agree. What's well, on EI? I mean, I want to listen to that the most. Yes, That's the game I'm that. most looking I, I love listening to Turn down to the Chiefs-Bengals sound. I will. Turn on the radio. By the way, uh, who's the guy at NBC, Ebersol, Dick Ebersol? Dick Ebersol, yeah. So he made comments about Tony Romo, and he immediately walked them back, saying he started out great and he's gotten lazy. That is the most accurate depiction or, or portrayal of what Romo has become. Yeah. He is just, it's Jim Nance's carrying that entire broadcast. Also, the most watched NFL game in the history of American television regular season was the Thanksgiving game last week with Burkhart and Olsen. If that's Olsen's the, good. If that's not an example of why we pay anything for broadcasters, I don't know what we do. They're both fine. I mean, but you don't even notice them. Like, see, I do. I think. I think those. I think they're a good duo. They're fine. I know you disagree. I don't think they're bad. I don't think they're great. I'm just saying that there is no star power with that at all. Yeah. And so people, there's a lot of Giants fans. There's a lot of Cowboys fans, and Americans are all at home. A terrible game on Thanksgiving, yeah. and it was the most watched game ever. Before we bring Arcand in, I want a quick plug for next week. You and I are out on location. Oh, yeah. Start of a couple of these. We have winter weekend in January. You and I may be at the Wasabi Bowl in two weeks, beyond all uh, explanation. 
I don't like spicy food. Well, it's a Fenway event, so okay. you know there's an explanation. I love Fenway. We might be in the booth. Maybe you and I in the uh, Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming seats. I'm in negotiations to call some Sox games. We'll see if that manifests itself. What is who's in the Wasabi Bowl? Do we know yet? Um, I well, BC. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even get into BCBU? the Wasabi Bowl. Oh, you're a Colorado buff. You must Colorado and oh. Coach Prime going to the Wasabi Bowl next year. That's How about right. That big yeah. news. They've left trending exciting. all morning. Thanks to Joe Braverman. Uh, uh, yeah, me and Fourier and Ted Johnson and Abby Chin, all the Colorado Buffaloes, were really uh-huh. pumped up in the group text right now. That's great. Oh yeah. Uh, Abby Chin hates the Celtics. I think it's a little awkward when she covers them. <laughs> no, but next week we're in New Hampshire at the Cisco Brewery. Oh, want to hear my idea for what we should do for this then? Yeah. You know how they have the Olympic flame mm-hmm. and they run from each host city? <laughs> Somebody should run the Marconi relay race from <laughs> Nima or Echelon, Echelon no. to the Cisco Brewery in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Jeez. <laughs> oh, might take a few. That'll take a week. Probably like Jackson gets the first 10 miles. Let's have Jackson walk it up. Yeah. They'll leave Monday. I mean. We'll get I, there by Saturday. I think it'll work. <laughs> That's actually great. You could check in with Jackson along the route. Right. Every day. You could like change tires. See if he's still alive. All right, Arcan, what are you going to. A lot on the table today. There's still a lot of Patriots, obviously, out there. We've had like bank lines all day, but you do have a Celtics Heat game that was good last night. It was a good game. Bruins uh, and marquee opponent tonight. Yes. That's also very exciting. And Jack Edwards apologized. He bowed to the woke mom. Oh, that's we haven't talked and about. And apologized that. for uh, fat shaming Pat Maroon. I got some stuff on that as well. Yeah, I got it was uh, a half apology. When you say it was an apology, oh, there was it, there was a statement. He made a, a statement. Yeah. Well, speaking of Colorado, Fourier totally misunderstood. He he thought I was echoing what Courtney was saying. Like right. I didn't care about the fat comment. I was just mocking Edwards and how he sounded. Right. Oh. He thought you were sensitive as a former fat guy. Yeah, I, I to the fat oh. comments. I had, I mean, Courtney kind of jumped into my lead and was talking about that with her side of it, and I that was not my intention at all. I could give two craps as a guy, believe me, who's been ripped a couple times on the radio. I, I, <laughs> I did not take offense to that at all. It was more so the um, not to mention somebody's been hard on fat people. Yeah, did you see Shime? He was tweeting out oh, stuff geez. about Patricia. Here we go again. He did. Well, she's that's the four years point. Shime is right. sensitive. I don't know. I don't know what's going. on. I just on. sort of feel like when that something like that happens. Because it's not like the NHL's run away from that. You know, they brought in, uh, not Whitney, but um, Bissonette, you know, on the uh-huh. uh, TNT cover. Like, they're bringing in bleep talkers, you know. That's something that they're into. Uh, Jack Edwards has always been over the top with that stuff. If someone says, hey, I don't like it, don't do it anymore. I'm going to donate money to, you know, make a big statement. Then you don't do it anymore. But I didn't, you know, I don't know that Jack Edwards was supposed to know that. Yeah. yeah I, he was I didn't sensitive think, to that. I, I, I was just talking about he sounds like a caricature even more than he usually has. <laughs> Well, he might go out with a bang if this is his but last this year. this team God, doesn't this need te- Jack Edwards. Like, it's a great team to watch. They're awesome. Like, he just distracts from it, in my point of view. Any Achilles heel for the Celtics last night that you're seeing there, Arkan? Oh, yeah. Uh, no one that could cover Bam Adebayo in the paint and Jimmy Butler doing whatever he wants. That Miami team is tough. They're not good right now because Butler hasn't played. But they, you could tell, they had a little, uh, they had a little red ass to, to play the Celtics both games. Yeah. Even without Butler, that was a close game. And with them... You know, you needed that crazy prayer to get to overtime, but uh wasn't enough. So, good, yeah. Good. We good, finally good, some good little rivalry here. Got a little yeah. intrigue. Definitely. All right. Christian Arcan and the Arcan Show, 1-4, to four leading you into the SEC title game. Curtis, right, good job. Take care. Thank you, Ken. Good stuff. Don't today. miss Curtis Monday morning with Greg Hill. and Bill, of course, Belichick, Bill Belichick, 730, Monday morning. See you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.